Hey, in this episode I am in conversation with Gautami. She is a transformation coach, life coach, she is an entrepreneur. We are talking a lot about mental health, the unfair advantages one might have, how to get over a sense of comparison, how to learn new skill, how art can teach you many things, how to build healthy habits and why motivation is overrated. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. Please grab a cup of coffee or a drink of your choice and enjoy. Thank you. Hey people today we have Gautami with us on the show she's a life coach transformation coach Gautami how are you today I'm doing good what about you Yeah I'm doing awesome actually So yeah why don't you tell a little bit about uh, your work and yourself Okay actually I'm a recently graduated engineer like 2021 Okay but I became a coach when I was in my third year of engineering. Okay. And I launched and I launched my startup during the 2020 during the pandemic at the right time. Uh, I became a coach. I realized that okay, because I have a personal story on why I relate to so much to mental health. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want people to suffer so much. Like I didn't have anyone for me at that oh. right time. So I wish that I could help maximum. I tried helping, so then I launched my startup because it was during the pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all like college from home, like online classes. So I had more time, and also wanted to like uh, upskill the entrepreneurship skill. Like oh. I always had the thing I want to start my startup by something which I connect to the most, not because uh, I want to make a business. It was more of a, a visionary startup I wanted to do. And okay. I launched my startup during 2020, and it's going on still now. Hey, that, that that's that's awesome! Like, uh, pandemic. I mean, during pandemic, like many people like suffered with uh, anxiety and uh, uh, many other mental health problems. Like, uh, even I was not prone to that. Even I had my issues. Like, I, I and when I talk to my friends, a lot of them, even they had their issues uh, because. we were forced to uh, you know uh, stay at home and uh, be together 24/7 that was not the case before now it was like it, we started breathing in the same space like 24/7 we don't, we did not get off time so it was too much for like many people to take made be their partners made be their parents or something right yeah actually what i feel to tell is uh, there was mental health problems like always Okay. It's just that during the pandemic, we didn't have an escape mechanism. Like I believe, escape mechanism. Like most of the people don't want to face their fears or what's happening in their life. And in oh. pandemic, you don't have an escape like going out with friends or going out somewhere or just like going for a party or a movie. You were like forced to or uh, face your fears or the problems you were running away from so much. Time. Okay. Yeah. It. All, yeah. 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 Like I feel, it always existed. It's just that people became more aware during pandemic. Yeah, I I, I think I agree with your point uh, point there because uh, nobody, 
you know uh, took mental health that seriously before pandemic just because they had mechanism to avoid it and uh, they did not yeah. they did not like you know uh, went on to face it and get over it rather than they just started avoiding it right like i think yeah. even i used to do the same thing before pandemic right <laughs> yeah it is awesome that you uh, started uh, your startup during the pandemic uh, why mechanical engineering and how did you shift from there so i uh, i'm always an uh, exploratory person like i always wanted to like expand my potential mm-hmm. and when i i always wanted to like get into an in, engineer and i love interdisciplinary fields the first thing okay uh and mechanical i felt it was like a combining branch of almost all the fields okay and i took up mechanical engineer because it was a more of an interdisciplinary field mm-hmm. and i still want to put my limitation like i don't want to like fix that i am a mechanical engineer i can't do other things okay or i am a coach i can't be an engineer if i'm oh. a coach and an engineer i can't be a content creator Okay. Or I can't be a chess player. I can't be a dancer. I always like uh, want to expand my potential. And mm-hmm. recently, like I got this term called multi-passionate entrepreneur. I feel that is what I am because some people can't fit into one career, conventional career box. Yeah. Like me, exactly. I can't put a title for myself. I can't put myself okay. I'm an engineer. I can't be an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. I can't be a. Co- I don't want to put any limitation to myself. Mm-hmm. and i feel i belong to the category of multi passion entrepreneur because i don't fit into the conventional career box where we are told to focus on one thing so yeah. that's why i feel like i want to expand more of my potential like somewhere i feel those things will interlink mm-hmm. uh, i'm still young and i definitely i'm a very uh, passionate engineer because it's i didn't just become an engineer by you know petal like engineers do everything apart from engineering i don't fall <laughs> into that category <laughs> yeah okay like but when i was an engineer i guess people will be like surprised because when they see my profile they see i'm like a good coach but actually in the college i carried out research in like joint prosthetic nanoparticles i was always in the lab wow i was either in the garage or uh, like manif- helping to manufacture the formula car designing the suspension wow i was completely like strongly technical mm-hmm. but uh, people see that one side of me in life station that is like my coach or my content creation yeah uh, i think i i am not that passionate about engineering uh, i am an aeronautical uh, engineering student yeah. okay so i i liked fighter jets and stuff i wanted to work with them and all that uh, but yeah uh, i think uh, the way we were being taught the education uh, the system i didn't think that was uh, that was something that i resonated with that's what i wanted that's not the way i wanted to learn that's why i lost my interest in engineering because of the way it was taught for me so i yeah. just thought i'll do something else apart from this so i joined a different company actually i'll tell you why people don't like engineering because i hated engineering when i was in first year the reason is because we came to college we attended classes wrote exams and went back to home yeah and me as a person this is no way challenging i'm not good at exams i never 
like the college but luckily i was introduced to projects okay. research at my second uh, second year so hmm. that's where i felt i saw the real side of engineering i feel lot of people don't get to see this side mm-hmm. and they end up thinking the engineering what is taught in the classes hmm yeah so imagine my whole three years of engineering i was working with like team of 20 to 25 working in the garage day and night uh, building oh. a formula car designing getting sponsorship like work that that challenges that interesting we saw the real side of engineering like luckily we saw that and most people from the team are very passionate about engineering and most yeah. people don't get to see this side of engineering and no wonder people <laughs> don't resonate with engineering because they never got a chance to see the true one yeah exactly like uh, finding sponsorship like working on those problems that gave you your adrenaline rush uh, but for yeah. me on the other hand the f- during those four years of engineering uh, i joined guitar classes that was the best thing i did during engineering during my engineering engineering is not the best thing i did it was learning guitar it was the best thing i did yeah. uh i uh, engineering gave me an opportunity to come to bangalore uh and mm-hmm. as you know bangalore like offers you lot of opportunities lot of different people lot of different mindsets uh, i mean i wanted to push myself i mean i've been pa- i was like passionate about music since my childhood like michael jackson was the, was someone like who got me interested in music because i absolutely loved michael jackson when i was in high school as mad over him i still am i absolutely love him i love his music and everything uh, but i wanted to do something in music but when i came to bangalore that gave me an opportunity uh, you know uh, to pursue music to learn music to be on stage i get my adrenaline rush by being on the stage right. so uh, that's right. one thing so i think like place has a lot to uh, do with especially for people like me who are from small town who have a lot of ambition and uh, who want to do a lot of things uh, there are not many opportunities in small town uh, so the location plays a very important role uh, because we get that push to go and pursue if if someone wants yeah. to learn music there's a music class right there you can go join right. but it's not the case in uh, uh, in small town so yeah. i think uh, location plays a huge part uh, there's a book called uh, unfair advantage okay that okay. book I, i i didn't read that book i listened to uh, a podcast by its author and uh, i listened to audio book and stuff so it says there are many factors that come into play uh to make a person successful some uh, so there are unfair advantages for every person for example uh, if if a person is born into rich family he has a unfair advantage of being rich he doesn't have to worry about money so that's one yeah. one type of unfair advantage a person might be uh, born in like bangalore born and brought up and he has exposure to all these different people since his childhood so that right. is kind of an unfair advantage uh, that he has over a person who is uh in a small town or something so w- what do you think about it how much does this matter it's very true actually i was watching a series in that uh the lead actor was like you know not everyone has the privileges not everyone has the same beginnings not everyone has the same life 
probably the things we which we get very easily is not always accessible for a lot of people it might be your uh, teachings from the childhood that affects the most what you have learned what you have been consuming what you have been exposed to and as i told you it is an unfair advantage <laughs> like yeah for people in states for people here for people in urban for people in countryside hmm. there is uh, definitely yeah yeah i mean uh, one of the things uh, the uh, how this book helped me was uh, i left my sense of comparison i used to compare uh, i mean everybody does it come on like we compare ourselves yeah. to someone else who's doing it better than me for example i am a guitarist right i back in the days i used to compare myself to an amazing guitarist who is much younger than me but much much better than me i used to be like oh i'm i mean i've been practicing for so long but uh, that guy is much better than me and he's much younger than me i used to be like but now yeah. after reading this after getting to know about this concept of unfair advantage i don't compare myself uh, that often because i know the unfair advantages they have they were born here yeah. they had uh, musician friends from the beginning or, or either they are from music a uh, family of musicians or something so they had that advantage since uh, since the beginning where whereas i had to start learning music from the scratch when i was 18 so right. i i stopped i kind of stopped comparing myself so uh, my mental health improved a lot because of this book and this concept so this is this is an amazing concept i i love it actually Yeah, you know what? Uh, you might feel that a person is younger to you is much better than you, but for you to make a career or at least pursue uh, music at an age of like eighty, that requires lot of dedication, discipline, and if yeah. you're able to do it, it builds you so much of confidence that you can do anything else also when it comes to your way. Exactly. And I have always seen it because in my school, I was always this. Um, i never got opportunities in school like it was uh, there was always this people like you know teachers used to say like i was never one of that okay uh, not so a teacher's pet i never pet. learned any yeah it's not i never got any opportunities i never learned anything in professional way mm-hmm. i was not given anything there was no much resource also it was a time when youtube was not like so much wasn't there yeah yeah Right. and even 1 gb data pack used to cost like uh, 250 rupees or something which was a huge deal yeah so you can't learn online also much but uh, somewhere i learned the art of self learning i always thought that it's in uh, privilege for them i never get it but mm-hmm. now if i look those people are always dependent on a teacher they always dependent on learning Yeah. For me, it's very easy. Like any new skill, anything like it's very self-learning. It's very easy for me. Dedication, discipline, learning on myself. It's quite easy. So now, if I feel, I feel okay. Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> I have learned another skill which is so useful in life. Yeah, I mean, learning to learn is the number one skill that we should have because we can learn anything, but to put in the those hours, put in the put in that effort. for consistently right. for a long period of time that is the skill that one has to develop right to learn any art or yeah. anything uh i mean i think learning any art form teaches you that 
for oh. example if uh, i can relate so much to music because i've been learning music and and i'm pretty sure it is true with any other art form uh art doesn't lie when you go on the stage no matter how rich you are no matter how, what is your background no matter where you come from whatever it is it doesn't matter at all because people can yeah. see right through you on the stage if you have practiced enough if you have put in the hours if you have worked hard enough only then you'll perform better there or else no True. people can see right through you because there are no advantages on the stage right so yeah. that is something that any art form teaches to a uh, teaches to a person right i think even you are a dancer right like i think even you can relate to this so much actually like for me uh, art is i feel art is a beauty like it gives so much to express it gives so much of happiness it gives uh, like or any artist loves to be on stage to yeah, perform exactly. to express yeah and as it will they can see like right through you yeah exactly it's very clear it's very pure okay let's move on to uh, talking a little bit about uh, life station your startup oh uh, what is it what you do in that startup uh, what kind of clients you get so actually i take a uh, group coaching and individual coaching mm-hmm. it's a brand on uh, life coaching and training so usually i work with uh, companies or entrepreneurs i take workshops uh, okay. on how to high performance on helping them reach their target helping them reach their individual goals okay coaching is nothing but taking you from the present to the future where you want to go people can do it on their own there is no doubt it's just that when we are very too consumed in our life mm-hmm. we can't see the things what a third person can see at times yeah so usually what happens we get scared to question our fears we don't want to face certain things and coach pu- pu- pushes you to the right thing like where you're feeling or breaking your limitations mm-hmm. i have a coach my coach has a coach the only reason is because uh, we are very consumed in our own life he would be like okay are you doing the things you are supposed to do right now what is what is limiting you mm-hmm. what is the fear you are having so okay. that is how we do it here so uh, the third person perspective is very important uh, to you know uh, push us in the in the right direction right yeah okay to have someone accountable to mm-hmm. have someone so we don't tell what has to be done uh we just question them example like someone would be like okay my life is going back you're like who life is going back and like no my career is going back mm-hmm. what is going back and career or is some you know most people cannot like generalize things my whole day went back like whole day mm-hmm. this part went back no one likes me like no one that will like okay no this person doesn't like then we we'll, then we we'll start understanding why they feel that i don't like this most of the people will be like okay how he is not replying you making you think you think that he is ignoring you mm-hmm. like people think that if he doesn't reply me they don't like me uh, so we are like how are even connecting these two words like how is a person not replying to you is not liking you okay what are other possibilities and people will be like no i can't do this so when you see the words like i can't i shouldn't be like why can't you like there's a limitation these are like the limitation barriers right so uh, like, like these limitations like 
uh, we are putting these limitations to ourselves yeah and no people will be like no i can't speak on stage why can't you speak on stage they'll be like what if i do wrong what if you do wrong what will happen hmm. so they start realizing that okay that person is very consumed of what is the other person telling or they have a fear in the past where they have performed bad so there's so much reasons okay. so we try to understand like what's happening or someone would be like i want to reach or like i want to reach 6 months now so mm-hmm. basically helping people where they want to reach and solving the crisis in the present okay i mean uh, how how exactly do you start working with the client is it like a 3 month uh, period 4 month period or certain number of sessions uh, and usually what kind of problems do you encounter and uh, is there a different way of approaching those problems and uh, is there a different time frame so what happened i have encountered persons used to used to be long but i don't know why the results come very early and they stop it in the middle itself okay <laughs> they're like not really. so i have got a client who wanted uh, to overcome his communication problem like he was not able to talk to people okay. he's an entrepreneur okay he's an introvert okay uh, and so to establish the communications was yeah. a problem So we're helping him with that. Like I'm, I'm having an NLP background, like neural linguistic programming. So there are quite number of tools to help in communication, like how to build rapport, mm-hmm. what is stopping, and how to establish deep communications, how to become a better leader for the team. Mm-hmm. So we start like digging that. Okay. So, like what is you? What is that you want? What is that you want to do? So mm-hmm. basically, people come with an outcome. Mm-hmm. what is that you want from this coaching session it can be like they want to establish deeper communication they want to become a better leader so we start like i work with them okay it depends on the time okay uh i mean improving oneself like largely depends on the habits that we cultivate right i'm big on habit building i talk about habit building in my newsletter uh i talk about habit building here on the podcast so uh i'm a huge fan of building right habits and sticking to them yeah. being consistent because i got into self improvement in the mid of 2020 uh pandemic obviously uh i saw uh, as miserable at the time i i there i remember a time when i started a self improvement journey i couldn't i didn't sleep for like 3 days of 3 or 4 nights straight I got only okay. one or two hours of sleep, and even though I was that miserable, I was scrolling through social media. <laughs> Night two o'clock, yeah. I re- I remember, I remember, uh, I had headache like for four straight days, but still at night two o'clock, I was scrolling through social media, and for a second, I stopped uh, in my bed. Like I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like. I know I have a headache. I know I should rest, but still I'm scrolling through social media just to keep uh, updated mm-hmm. with the world, just to be abreast of all the new trends, just to you know uh, kind of look cool on social media to post the stuff and everything. So that I'm you know I uh, <laughs> ironically I used social media to get on social media addiction. Uh, I went to YouTube. Uh, I searched uh, social media addiction. So I got this uh, video called Social Media Detox, thirty day social media okay. detox. Uh, this YouTube uh, from this YouTuber called Matt Diavella. 
he ah, yeah i love matt devar you you know about him he's a minimalist right i have yeah. watched his uh, that guy literally stuff. changed my life like from the, i binge watched his videos for two days straight and i did my first social media detox and that was the most peaceful time of my life because i did not have anything to prove to anyone i did not i, I did not care what who posted what i did not care if i missed messages how important do you think it is to you know have social media detox to build right habits social media detox so yeah i can understand because what happens is the more you consume the more your reality becomes and most of the time social media uh, there is like overload of content overload of opinions overload of uh, things which usually does mess up your brain i'll tell you this what happened so i don't have that much of food cravings like a lot no i don't have that but there was a point of time when i don't know why i was following other food bloggers uh food stuff recipes and i became such an impulse like i started eating way lot than what i used to okay and when i started thinking okay this cravings actually came from uh because of the food because the moment i stopped watching those posts the cravings also reduced it wasn't there okay it builds ideas in you it builds something in you which you are not even aware of yeah exactly it exactly it happens that and for me habit building story started i was in a very miserable state of stage in my life i was very very miserable hmm. i didn't know know how to pick myself up like i want to lose my life i don't i want to pick myself somehow okay i don't know what to do i have no idea what is self help what is anything and i don't know what's a routine what is habit what is affirmation nothing don't i just know the only way for me to sustain myself mm-hmm. to just be happy was i just went on a walk every 5 am in the morning oh i went on a walk listening to a motivational video i just thought okay and while listening to motivational video I start coming out of so many concepts like mm-hmm. okay these are habits these are affirmation this is the reason i've been I I did a lot of negative self talk for a very long time in my life and that started building reality. Mm-hmm. So I started like hearing all these terms okay what is affirmation what is the subconscious mind what is happening so lot of things I started like understanding and that's where my habit building system started. Mm-hmm. So what happens is if you have high goals you need to have your habits matching that. Yeah. Now people have okay and it go to office come back okay these habits work but if you not do like a lot more you need a lot more energy levels and exactly. lot more energy levels and performance levels comes through habits like mm. uh, when you meditate you can get lot more things done than what you do usually if you have the capacity of reading books or uh, sort of like amazing habits it gives you the energy levels to do higher mm-hmm. tasks most people what happen they have a higher goals their habits and lifestyle is here so mm. basically sucking out energy they don't have okay and they feel exhausted they feel burnt out they feel all the things which they stress everything because they have high goals the energy mm. levels the habits are here so obviously they're like just sucking out energy yeah uh, i mean yeah th- this is one thing like 
I have I have an approach that has worked for me uh, to build habits. Uh, you said like they have high goals, but they do they are not ready for all those goals because they have low energy. Yeah. They haven't uh, built that energy. Uh, they don't have that willpower mustard. They uh, they can't stick to it, right? Uh, the way I approach it is pick one habit at a time, make it make it uh, work on it until it becomes your routine. Then pick one more habit, mm. another habit, so yeah. that it doesn't suck a lot of energy out of you. For example, for me, uh, the first habit I built was like social media, of course, that one. Uh, apart from that, the first habit I built was exercising. I picked exercising. I stuck to it like every day. And uh, I think I have a higher willpower uh, because I've been learning music for a lot of uh, yeah. years. And I know that frustration because I practice one solo for like five to six days, but still I don't get it right. But I still yeah. sit down and put in the work. So that kind of built in uh, willpower in me. I have, I think I have personally, I have a higher willpower, uh, but people who don't have a higher willpower, like just taking that one habit, sticking to it, that once it becomes the routine, they can go for another habit because they don't have to spend any willpower to do that first habit. For example, uh, the second habit I picked was meditation. I did not have to put effort to do exercises when I was putting in effort to start, uh, uh, you know, building habit, um, meditation habit. Okay. So that's yeah. how I approach it. Uh, do you do the same with your clients? So actually, uh, I would go on the white power more than willpower. Okay. Like, as I told, like some people are built in willpower. They have like amazing dedication. They have practiced it. It mm -hmm. doesn't come. Probably they have, as I told, like music. It mm -hmm. reflects some other things, definitely. Yeah. So most of the days, most of the times people um, don't do a thing is because they don't feel it is that important enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So mostly like on white. Like okay. why exactly? Why do you want to meditate? Why do you want to exercise? We try to tap into what is what is why is that they want it. Mm -hmm. And uh, most of the times, what happens is people try to overdump things. Like at the time they want to do like workout meditation. Like from tomorrow, I'm gonna change my life completely. <laughs> I'll wake up at five a.m. I work out. I'll meditate. I'll e start eating healthy. I'll uh, stop using social yeah. media. Uh, <laughs> And I'll do yoga, I'll do weightlifting, I'll do everything. So that doesn't work at all. I mean, yeah, New Year resolutions, I find them funny because I, I, I don't believe in New Year resolutions because I've seen people setting up like eight to 10 resolutions and uh, failing at every single one of them because that doesn't work at all. Yeah. I mean, I agree totally uh, with whatever you said, like we overwhelm ourselves. We can't like change exactly. our life from tomorrow just like that. <laughs> we have to pick one habit and, and stick to it. Yeah, they get this motivation probably they saw a movie or they saw something. Yeah. The thing with motivation is it's something you require daily until you get used to it. <clears throat> like for I me, I used to listen to a podcast every morning is because that was my motivation like every day. That's just the way you bath, brush teeth. People who have not started anything. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever motivated them, try to do that like every day. So that it, it reminds you every day. 
it motivates okay. you every day until you become used to the habits and process yeah and i started as i told i was listening to podcast every morning it was motivating me every day wow for be like 30 days it motivated me like every day until it i was used to it. like i was walk as waking up every morning for 30 days so i go for walk and listening to podcast, podcast. slowly meditation was that yeah because i feel that podcast um any like so many like youtubers have their videos i try to like consume that every day so that mm. it reminds me of what i want to do it still works for me still till date the moments i don't do that i'm always uh, i kind of forget i'm in like the whole into the world like i don't have the control of my life but uh, whenever i listen to podcast it reminds me this what i'm Hey, if you have enjoyed this conversation, make sure you listen to the second part of this conversation on the next episode. We have talked a lot about many more interesting topics on that episode. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Please follow this podcast on this platform and make sure to share it with your friends and family because it would mean a lot to me. Thanks a lot. Cheers.